For over 30 years, Lexus has been celebrating driveway moments. But this year, driveways hosted some new traditions, like graduation parades and birthday parties. Celebrate the season with the Lexus December to Remember sales event. Find exclusive offers on our most popular models with contactless delivery. Now through January 4th. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Click the banner to discover more. Hey everyone, what's going on? Welcome to episode 154 of a Battered and Bruised Retro Gamers podcast. Larry here. And Mario here. <laughs> As you can see, I've replaced one Italian with another. Uh, Mario is here this week. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, that exercise in, <laughs> in puppetry has quickly failed. Yeah, Look who's back, that, though. That, that's the best I can do. But that was a fun reveal, actually. Like, oh, look who it is, actually. Yes. Uh, Welcome back. What's what's going on, Ant? How you feeling? Uh, I'm I'm feeling weird. Uh, <laughs> it's probably the best way to do it. But you know, when you've been, you know, when you've been gutted by Ghostface for Halloween, there you go. Kind of happens. Uh, no, everything's going well. Um, so, for those who don't know, I am currently recovering from hernia surgery. Um, and that's just not fun. No, no. At all. I, uh, I, ha- I mean, I was like seven when I had mine. Um, I still don't know how I got the hernia, but be that as it may, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it's a bit of a bit of a recovery process. But um, you know, and I'm sure your uh, your cats have been helping tremendously. Oh yeah, no, they've been great. Uh, I've uh, let's see, I was home for I think an hour before one of them ran over me, and I had to. <laughs> I had and I had to kick them out of my room and lock them out at night. Oh, don't! <laughs> oh yes. man. Um, they so just, uh, no, but outside help. of that, the cat, the cats have been the cats have been when when I'm conscious, the cats have been very nice. They've been kind of just hanging with me, uh, which okay. is good because it gets boring being at home every day doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, I can. I can only imagine. Uh, though I wish I could. <laughs> well, you <laughs> know, home, it's funny too. We do, we, we we do wish these things, and then when they actually happen, it's kind of not everything it's cracked up to be. Although, um, I will say that uh, I've definitely been gaming a lot more. I think uh, <laughs> I think there was one day last week where I played for like twelve or thirteen hours. Nice. There you go. I haven't done that in a long time. I know. You know, same here. I was like, wow. I go, granted, I I couldn't really get out of my bed. So there wasn't much Mm -hmm. else to do. It was basically that and Netflix. Um, And of (laughs) course, I don't I don't sleep very much. So I mean, even 12 or 13 hours of gaming, I'm like, I still spent plenty of time watching TV as well. Uh, But uh, but no, I mean, it was, um, you know, uh, recuperating nicely and you know all things considered it's only been a little over a week and i'm up and about and mm-hmm. uh, and all good and you good. know yeah I, I ultimately i can't complain except i gotta go back to work now um <laughs> yeah that's that's the complaint now it's all good yes. well glad to have you back glad you're feeling better and Happy to um, be back. Yes, yes, totally. And of course, thank you to anthony chu the host of the yin, the yin and the yang podcast last week for filling in Yes, thank you very much, Anthony. And it was a fantastic episode, by the way. Celebrating Nintendo's 130th, always a good thing. Uh, let's hope for 130 more, uh, and let's hope we're here for that. I'm going to venture to guess we won't, but we'll try. We'll certainly try. 
Stranger things have happened. Do you know something I don't know? No <laughs> While you're in the hospital. <laughs> they gave um, me a magic elixir. There you go. Like the mm-hmm. super serum. Um, so gaming wise, so what did you play? Like, like what games did you, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming first of all, dead by daylight was probably majority of what you played. Yeah. And no, I played a lot of dead by daylight with some friends. I mean, that was basically what was keeping me sane because I can actually, you know, I was being social, so to speak. There you go. Um, you know, uh, so a lot, lot of dead by daylight. Um, and then I started chipping away at, um, Spider-Man on PS4. Um, Ooh, been, okay. Yeah, I've been working on that one for a while, and I have to say, um, again, I know we're retro gamers. We talk current gaming too. Um, but if you haven't played Spider-Man on PS4 and you have a PS4, you're missing out on probably one of the best games on the console, hands down. There's no All question right, yeah, about I it. Get that. Um, I, I mean, that, yeah. I'll put it to you this way, because Larry, I mean, you you live in New York. I grew up in New York. You're literally um, you're literally traveling through Manhattan, but okay, it, it it's like building accurate like you can go you can go all the way down yep. you can go all, all the way down the battery park and go all the way up to harlem and it's just the streets are laid out the way you expect them you go to times square it's exactly what times square looks like that uh, is just like the first uh the division um the the first one took place in new york city and it was i mean you're right like block for block representation of new york to the point where like the main hub in the division is the um the big u.s post office across the street from msg oh yeah and that's the main hub the first level is madison square garden um and you're going through the garden and then you're going to different areas in the city so i play that and one of the levels one of the bosses was in Times square um the part where they have like uh, all all the, the the rows of seats or whatever like by uh i think like on Broadway, mm-hmm. um, the theater district, um, yeah. for those of you. Yeah. So, um, and those of you outside of New York, uh, the only show that I know that had that was an episode of Glee when they went to New York for the first time. But so I do that level and then I go to the city, like, Oh, like a month or two later, it just happened to be in New York city. And I walked through that and I got like this chill. I'm like, why does this look familiar? I'm like, Oh, I played this level. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And they have, um, and they have, and they have that in the Spider-Man game too, uh, which is really mm-hmm. cool. And then, uh, um, but the, the the great thing about the game, I know the game's been out for over a year, and I'm sure a lot of people have played it. But the whole idea is like you really feel like you're playing as Spider-Man a- in terms of like the game mechanics are great, the way he web swings is great, like everything. That's what everyone was saying. Um, are great, but also the mission wise, like there's the main story mode you go through, and then there are all mm-hmm. these little side missions through the city. So you're just like. You're just like swinging through Manhattan and all of a sudden you get a report on the police scanner that there's some crime happening and you can choose to oh. just go stop it or you can just continue on and do what you want. Oh, that's um, interesting. Yeah. So it, like, hmm. it gives you that whole sense of like, you know, oh, you get to choose. It's like, do I yeah. want to do this? Do I want to just wander around and collect things? Like, because there are different um, there are different things you can do, like take pictures of specific landmarks to get. Okay. You know, skill and basically you collect all these points so you can build up your gadgets and unlock new webs, new suits and stuff. It's, yeah, gotcha. it, it just yeah, they really um, they really uh, put a lot of care into it. So I was very um, yeah, I, I'm I've been very pleased with it and I've been playing it for a while, just little bits at a time. Mm-hmm. But now, like I've done, I've done like a whole chunk. I think I'm like sixty percent through. Oh, now. sweet. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. So um, that that took up a lot. Uh, that took up a good chunk of my time. Uh, Super Smash Brothers. On, oh, you've been playing uh, that? Cool. 
Yeah, not only am I playing it, I'm actually liking it now. Oh, um, good. Because like I, when I first got it, I started playing it, and I wasn't I, I, I wasn't thrilled because I'm not I'm not very comfortable with the combat mechanism. Yeah, it's stretch. a little it's always been weird. That's why I, I never was crazy about it for a long time. Yeah. So um, so a friend of mine who was um, who was basically <laughs> who was basically babysitting me for the first day. Um, <laughs> he uh, he he's a big Smash player, so he um, he he kind of showed me like little tricks and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then like really started going through um, adventure mode with it. And now okay. like now I'm perfectly happy playing it. So. <laughs> you unlock a lot of characters. Yeah. Um, for adventure mode, I think I've unlocked all but one. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty much at the end of it. Wow. Um, okay, cool. Which is good. But again, had a lot. No, of- no, you, got, you got the time. Uh, did you get, yeah, uh, try that again. Did you get the DLC? Um, yes, I do have the DLC. Okay. Cool. So I have, uh, what did they just release? Banjo and Kazooie? Banjo uh, and Kazooie, yeah. Sorry. Yep. Um, so got, yeah, so downloaded that. So that, so that's been really fun. And then the last one, I think, uh, the last one I've been working on, I just went back to it a f- couple of days ago, is Hollow Knight on, uh, and I have it on Switch. I, I got, know if- you know, yeah, you've talked about it. A couple of my friends have talked about it. I never, I got to play this game apparently because this game sounds awesome. Yeah, no, it's a, it's met, it's a Metroidvania style game. Um, mm-hmm. It's beautifully, um, the graphics are absolutely stunning. It's like, you know, it's got that, it's 2D cell shaded kind of yeah. graphics, yeah. but um, absolutely gorgeous. Only, uh, it was a Kickstarter game um, that only, it was made by three people. And when you go through the game and you realize how deep the game is, like, I'm, when I, beat the game i think i only uncovered i think like 50 percent of what was in there and now that right. i've gone back through it i'm at like 90 percent. and god i'm oh, so wow. happy i went back <laughs> through it because there were so many things i missed that i didn't even realize were there um and just the overall experience of the game it's so satisfying it's probably one of the best games i've played this year for sure all right um, awesome so could yeah can't can't recommend it enough and it's on every platform so PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch. If you don't have it, I highly recommend you pick it up. It's worth every penny. And they're actually coming out with an, um, not necessarily a sequel, but a spinoff for one of the other okay. characters you encounter in the game. Uh, okay. So looking forward to that as well. Uh, it's just, awesome. yeah, absolutely excellent. Did you, uh, did you complete Link's Awakening? No, I did not complete weeks. No, I did not complete Link's Awakening because my goal was to live stream the entire exactly. And this is my first time that I've been able to. Well, actually, yesterday was the first day I was able to sit at my computer desk for an extended period of time. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So I'm just yeah. So I'm just kind of getting back into the swing of things, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to start live streaming if like 15 minutes later I wasn't going to be able to sit here and do (laughs) it. That's true. That's true. You get yeah, to like so, um, three but also, screens and then you're done. Yeah, but then the other thing I also I just picked up a new uh, router for my house um, because I realized my other router is four years old and probably not working, <laughs> not working as well to my internet speed. Um, that okay. I maybe I may be able to do it more comfortably from you know Grand Central over there in my recliner, gotcha. opposed to at gotcha. my desk. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna try giving that a go, and if I can do that, I'm just gonna stream all the time. Okay, fair enough. Cool. So. You'd be a permanent fixture into your living room. Yeah, exactly. Um, to be torturing people with my presence. So I beat Link's Awakening. Um, I did it, you know, that basically I did it that weekend, only because to be fair, I've played it before. So mm-hmm. I knew a lot of it. Um, I'm just going to say this gorgeous, 
the game, the 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 opening credits, and then the what eventually are the end credits are just beautiful to watch. The animation was amazing. Um, the ending was yeah, it's the same as it was on the Game Boy. But uh, for someone like me who is very very skeptical of the presentation of this game when they first released it, top to bottom, fantastic, worth every penny of it. Um, and as soon as I was done with Link's Awakening, I'm like, you know, on the Switch, I'm like, I got to go back and I got to start playing Zelda games that I haven't beaten yet on handheld systems, which is a lot of them. So I immediately dusted off my Oracle of Seasons because uh, nice. there were two games. Yeah, two games on the Game Boy Color, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. Kind of almost like whenever a Pokemon game, uh, game comes out, there's two of them. Mm-hmm. They released two of these. Actually, Anthony played Oracle of Ages, I think, for a minute or two. Yeah, for a minute uh, or two. And actually, when I'm done with Link's Awakening, I plan on going back to that. We should, <laughs> like, I, I, we should try dual live streaming. You do one, I do the other at the same time. I was, like a split I was thinking. Trust me, I was thinking about it because then remember when you're done with that game, then you can import all your stuff yeah. to the other game, and you basically continue the story. Yeah. Which um, is cool. Because I have Oracle of Ages on the Virtual Console on the 3DS. So mm-hmm. so that I busted out Oracle of Seasons, busted out my Game Boy Advance SP, started playing. Then I'm like, I got a Game Boy player on the GameCube. Because these are strictly Game Boy Color games, so they won't play on the Super Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, you know, you got the Retro Freak, but, you know, you put them into the Game Boy player, you get, A, you can actually use a Game Boy Advance or a Game Boy Advance SP as a controller mm-hmm. when you use the Game Boy Player. So it's more natural, I guess. Um, yeah. And then you get, like, the, the borders and everything. So I broke out my GameCube, got the Game Boy Player hooked up, and I spent about an hour and a half looking for the Game Boy Player boot-up disc that you need, mm-hmm. which I know I had because I had it when I was down in the downstairs apartment. And then when I moved upstairs, I don't know where it went. I tore everything apart. So long story short, I had to go out and buy basically a new Game Boy player because they're not going to sell one without the other. Right. Or at least I don't trust it because I don't really trust buying stuff on on, on eBay uh, when it comes to games. It's just me. So now I have two Game Boy players. So if anybody needs a Game Boy player, just the Game Boy player. Feel free to DM me. We'll talk. Mm-hmm. But I spent all that money, got the boot up disc, but I was happy because now I'm playing Game Boy uh, 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 Oracle of Seasons on the television. Now to piggyback on that, I'm like, oh, now I need an HDMI cable for the GameCube. <laughs> so I went out, but all of this happening just for a little old Game Boy Color, <laughs> and now my GameCube is a giant glorified Game Boy. Because all my GameCube games, I play on the Wii. So, all right. It but was, hey, look, um, you, ac- you accomplished whoosh. something. That, I did. And I, it, it, it's amazing how much work goes into these things when you're like, oh, hey, let's just do this one little thing. And then, <laughs> like, 12 hours later and, like, four trips to the store. And you're like, oh, done. <laughs> and then you're perfect. like, well, now I don't feel like playing. Oh, no. To- that, yeah, that's me to a T. And I was totally content and sitting there just playing on the Game Boy uh, SP Game Boy Player uh, Game Boy Advance SP. I'm like this is cool. You know it works. It's backlit. It's color. It's gorgeous. It's my SpongeBob one that I have only because it's backlit uh, properly. Um, I'm like this is fine. But then I like I like glanced over to my GameCube that I don't use. I'm like I can get some use out of that. 
And then here I am. And four days later and a lot of money later. Yeah. Uh, now Game Boy Color game looks fantastic on a 4K television. <laughs> hey, you know what? I mean, look, I mean, that, that, and that's okay. True. So, so I got that. I'll play uh, when I'm done with that. I'll get to Oracle of Ages. Um, another Zelda game, because I was talking to some of my friends at work. It was like, like five or six of us had gotten Link's Awakening on Switch, basically when it dropped. Mm-hmm. And it was weird. Like all of us kind of progressed through it at the same time and then eventually beat it the same weekend. You know, nice. it's not like we're hanging out playing together. Just, we all did it individually. Right. Um, but also everyone said, which I don't know if you've ever played it, but you have the retro freak go out and get it. Or it may be, you have a Wii U. I keep forgetting. I have a Wii U. Okay. It may be on the Wii U virtual console. Cause there are game boy advance games on the Wii U virtual console. Mm-hmm. Get, Legend of Zelda, the Minish Cap. I don't know if you have it yes. already. Yeah, um, my goal ultimately is to just buy all the original ones anyway. So. Oh, no, totally. But this one, is, it was on Game Boy Advance. The game is amazing. It doesn't really fit into the normal lore of Game Bo- of Zelda games, mm-hmm. but it's basically just, and it's almost like the origin of Cappy from Super Mario Odyssey because it's Zelda. Your hat basically talks to you. It's like a living being. Um, and the idea is you're shrunk down. So then like all, most of the bosses are just regular v- villains in the game. Okay. So as they're larger. So, but it's a great fantastic. I'm going to go back and probably play through that when I'm done with the other two. So definitely something to check out. Cool. Um, and that's basically what I was playing. I was playing Link's Awakening. Mm-hmm. I picked up Blazing Chrome. I picked up, which is an awesome, mm-hmm. uh, Contra clone or an homage. Oh, okay. to Fantastic, and I gotta say, better in my opinion than Contra Rogue Core, which is an actual brand new Contra game on the home consoles, which I'm not happy about. But everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But I'm, yeah. I'm not crazy about it. So, uh, right. so I'll definitely Look, play not, Blazing Core. Not every game is tailored to everybody, so it's okay it's if, you, if it doesn't work for you. Um, there was another game I actually purchased on the Switch. Um, if you like puzzle games. There's a cool little puzzle game on there called Membrane. Um, it is currently on. It is currently on sale. If it is still on sale for nine cents, yes, that's why I got it. <laughs> very cheap. So, but yeah, and, and you know what? I'll be weird. honest with you. It, it's kind of. I played through like the first level basically, mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool. If you like, like I said, if you like puzzle games, it's just worth playing through. Very simple, uh, simple independent game, but um, you know, fun. No, totally. That's. That's cool. Yeah, I definitely got that game. Um, I think there was one more I, I picked up. I can't remember. Um, I picked up a couple like arcade games, like Double Dragon Two, the arcade game, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. So, uh, but definitely the Switch is getting a lot of love. Um, lo and behold, shocking. But um, yes, Dead by Daylight's gonna... out on the Switch, Larry. By the way, hint hint. I saw. Uh, did you get it on the Switch? No, I didn't yet. Okay, yet there we go. But we can play it on the road then, because I do have it on uh, PlayStation. Oh, you do? I, yeah, remember? I, I got it, then we played it for like a minute. Oh, that's right, we did, and then you were just like, all right, ah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is a, a good thing to mention as well, because um, I know I don't know how much time before you may just kind of fall out of your chair <laughs> from, you know, from recent surgery. It's already um, starting. Yeah, so I do want to just kind of jump in, but it's a good point to jump into. Um, New York Comic Con. Um, 
New York Comic Con 2019. Uh, actually, when we record today is the last day, and uh, our good friend Frankie actually gave me a Sunday ticket. Uh, he was like, "I'm not using it. You can go." I'm like, "Okay." Like in the 37 seconds I had to see him at New York Comic Con. Uh-huh. Um, so very gracious, uh, gracious that he gave that to me. Great but book. I even told him, like, I don't. Yeah. See, that's why I missed you last week. Because uh-huh. uh, <laughs> Chew just kind of, I think, I think he, me and him are on the same wavelength as far as uh, wording. Um, so I'm like, I don't know, I'm like a 50% chance I'll, I'll show up on Sunday. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. Just take him. I'm like, all right, whatever. Because now that's like a 20% chance I'm going today. But be that, but thank you, Frankie. And it was great to see Frankie and, and Verdi and, and all them at New York Comic Con. Uh, but there were more. I mean, it wasn't like an E3, but there was definitely more games represented at, at New York Comic Con this year than mm-hmm. in past years. Um, not only booths, uh, you mean like you know, like Capcom, uh, uh, Namco, Bandai. Uh, I think there may have been one more. I can't remember. Um, a couple of indies, a couple of independents were okay. there. Uh, some new zombie game that's coming out. I have a picture of it, and a little bit of a video. Uh, we may, you know, we'll put a little, well. Anthony will probably put a little something together uh, to, to, at the tail end of this one. But um, I also saw more vendors, you know, like, like you know, uh, just like a game on. They weren't there. But right. uh, vendors, uh, uh, Gotham City Gaming, uh, Video Games New York, um, 8-Bits, I can't remember all their names. But there were more there than usual, which okay. was very cool. A um, lot of good games, just a lot of regular stuff, you know, a lot of run-of-the-mill stuff. Um, but I saw some interesting, like Popeye in box, uh, Turtles 2 in box. Um, yeah, someone had, I don't remember the list of games, but there was a, a bunch of Saturn games and everything. So it was really cool to see these vendors there. Um, did me, you, oh, again, while, while you yeah. were there, did you, did you see Heritage Auctions there? They were the ones that were in at San Diego, remember with the, 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 mm-hmm. uh, the case games that were like five grand and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. I did not see them. Um, to be fair, I, I could have walked past them, may have missed it, but I, I'm pretty sure I would have seen something like that. Okay. The only booth I saw that I thought was like that, I thought was them, was just a company because they had like some graded games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, how much? Like they had a WrestleMania. The grade was like 8.6. Uh, okay. WrestleMania on NES. And I'm like, oh, well, how much is it? They're like, not for sale. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. So I figured maybe it was an auction. So I'm like, all right. So I think they had a Mike Tyson's Punch Out. And I'm like, oh, how much? It's just curious. How much is that? They're like, not for sale. Then I'm like, what's for sale? Turns out they just sell the boxes. <laughs> oh. The clear plastic boxes that you would put the game in. or the Yeah, it was it was weird. Because okay. um, then I'm like, how much for the black and white Daryl Dixon pop vinyl? So, but um, no, I didn't see them there. Um, but there was more of a company like that at Long Island Retro Expo oh, okay. that was selling graded games. Um, the most expensive thing I saw... Uh, was a Freddy Funko pop vinyl, which is like the the mascot of Funko, yeah. uh, $2,500. That was interesting. Why? Why? Because it's not that readily available. Uh, they had a Universal Monsters pop vinyls. I know we're going to get a little Ooh. off the page, but it's a New York Comic Con, so. I like that. Yeah, no, me too. And there were, it was four of them. So it would be what? Dracula, Frankenstein. The Mummy. The, and Wolfman. The Mummy. Oh, maybe those five of them. Wolfman, and wasn't it like the Black Lagoon? Yeah, Creature from the Black Lagoon, yeah. All right, so maybe those five of them. It was either four or five, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Black and white. And I like that's kind of like my new thing now is collecting black and white pops. Okay. Cool. Um, that went for $650. So I promptly kept moving. 
<laughs> I would too. And that's the other thing. Like buying a pop vinyl from a regular vendor, they definitely jack the prices. Probably except for today. Today's everything's gonna be on sale. Sunday from when we record, because they don't want to leave it anything. The Funko booth itself, thank goodness I did not win a ticket to get on that line to wait two hours to maybe buy a pop vinyl that may be still available because uh-huh. it could sell out. Oh. I waited. Yeah. That's so cool. And they had some cool um, exclusives there. They had, um, like, what I was looking for, a Blunt Man and Chronic from Jane Silent Bob Reboot. Nice. They got that. Uh, Marty McFly in the hazmat suit from Back to the Future. Oh, that's really cool. My name is Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan. Um, and had a hairdryer um, in his pocket, which was not available in 1955, which confused a lot of people. Um, and then um, and then some other ones. Oh, one of the clowns from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Nice. It's a pop vinyl. So a bunch of stuff like that. For over 30 years, Lexus has made the driveway a special place. But this year, some new driveway traditions appeared, like birthdays and drive-by graduation parades. Here's to making the driveway the place to celebrate. Deck your driveway at the Lexus December to Remember sales event. Find exclusive offers on our most popular models with contactless delivery. Now through January 4th. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Click the banner to discover more. Uh, but yeah, I was not winning on that line. It was just massive. And then there was another booth that was selling a uh, um, a new uh, The Rock uh, pop vinyl for the 20th anniversary of SmackDown, like gold. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I was like, forget it. So I didn't really wait on any lines. I wasn't doing that. Really, the only things I bought... Oh, I have it on the other side of the room, but it's all right. I, uh, if you want to check out this thing I'm about to mention, because there were some things I, I bought, and then I'll get into some of the other booths. Um, I, I got a uh, signed Sergeant Slaughter pop vinyl. Nice. He was there, so I got him a sign. He's like, yo, what does it say? Uh, uh, at ease, Larry, blah, 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 uh, blah. Yeah, oh, and I saw the G.I. Joe Championship yes. that you that you posted. Oh, bro, I was like, just give me a number. Give me a number. I will max my cards out. So, and and we'll put a picture. It's there's a picture on the thing. So slaughter. It's a one of one. Like they only obviously only made it for him because I don't even think Hasbro is aware that this thing is made. It's a championship belt for those who are into wrestling. It looks like the old winged eagle belt, like from the eighties, like Savage had and Hogan had. And then it says like mercenaries on the side, and over the championship itself is the GI Joe logo. Yep. And this thing was gorgeous i'm like sarge give me a number i will make it happen but he wasn't budging i was like all right fine whatever and then i went the next day i'm like anything anything and he didn't remember me but uh so i got the pop vinyl mm-hmm. and then i spent the rest of my money on one table spent the rest of my money at uh split fire split fire labs and they are um, that's what I'm about to show you here in a moment. They basically do um, laser etching or laser cutting. They got these gorgeous wood pieces that okay. they laser cut. You know, what, like there was a uh, um, the wow. Why can't I remember the Death Star? There was like a nice Death Star setup. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some coasters made out of wood. Uh, very nice, you know, resin on top. There's one piece I saw um, that it's it's a three piece, three pieces. The DeLorean from Back to the Future. But when yeah. you put the three together, it make it's the front, the middle, and the back of the DeLorean, and then behind it is the um, the cafe. But the back of the car is part one, the middle of the car is part two, and the front of the car is part three. Oh, uh, that's really cool. 
Yeah, so that's really cool. But I picked up three items. Um, they also have like a laser etched NES cartridges, again, made out of wood. But actually, you know what? I'll show that one. I didn't buy a cartridge, but I bought something like it. Um, oh, but what they do is cartridge. Like, that sounds awesome. You know what? The only cartridge they had was like the, the Mario Kart Duck Hunt combo. But don't get me wrong, it's not just the cartridge. Like they laser etch scenes from the laser uh, cut scenes from the game into the car, like into the background. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, but I got this. Um, so not only were they selling those, they were selling video um, uh, NES controllers. Mm-hmm. So I picked up, let me see, I just got to, so I can see if this comes up on screen. Contra. Ooh. Look at that. That's real. Okay, that's really cool. It's Not a, only that. It's definitely on the screen. Yeah, I see all the detail. It's that's fantastic. the back. Oh, wow. Yep. Damn. Okay. Very I nice. Can, I, I, can see what, I can see why you spent your money there. Oh, totally. And you can order these, you know, you can order them online. So I think they have an Etsy page. I'll, I'll put the, we'll put the links up and everything. So that's that. Um, it also comes with a base, uh, nothing major, just the base, but it has uh, the contract thing on it. So then I got this, then they debuted these. Um, so they made out of wood laser, laser etched, um, VHS cartridges, old VHS tapes. Oh yeah, no. Back first, just to show how detailed, I mean, like, wow. All of that. Okay. And hey, then if wait. you look at them, that looks very familiar. <laughs> oh my God. What is that? I don't even know what you're holding in your hands. It's an original VHS tape. <laughs> and um, if you can read what the bottom says, you'll get a hint as to what movie it is. Uh, let's see. When will then be now? <laughs> my favorite. My favorite. How soon? Sir, what? We have identified the location. I can do the whole movie right now. Uh, my favorite movie of all time, Spaceballs. Look yeah. at that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, no, I see. Yeah, I would have spent a lot of money there, too. That is, I'm trying to think what the other movies were. I can't yeah. what the other one. And since you're bringing up Spaceballs, and it's not video game related, um, did, you see, did you see that meme? Uh, not meme going around. There was an image going around of um, uh, somebody had stripped down a billboard. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. And like they found underneath, once they got to the bottom, a Spaceballs um, poster yep. from 32 years ago. <laughs> yep, that is awesome. I yeah. really wish when they started re-releasing the Star Wars movies, I really wanted Mel Brooks to re-release Spaceballs, but with like because when the Star Wars come out, like you know, like 30 minutes of extra footage, this that and the other thing, I wanted him to release it with like you know four seconds of extra. footage. Like and you know that. what? So Everybody would have flocked to the theater anyway. Bro, I've never, I never saw Spaceballs in a theater. I am just I. waiting, waiting for them to do it like on Fatma events or something. It'll happen. And then this, this is the piece de resistance. Okay. And once you see this, my friend, I think you're going to go right to their page. Should I, should I bring so up the page first- now? You may want to, well, I'm going to have to back this up a little bit, so forgive me here, everybody. I'll just do this. Do oh, that. Again, looks... I'll show you the back. How big is this thing? Okay, yeah, now, th- you, so you bought this for me. I can already tell. This, this, <laughs> is this my birthday gift? And no offense with the price. No, I just have to turn the light as well. I'm, I'm, this is just temporarily, so forgive I'm me. I'm kidding. It's no, going to be what watch. I think it is. Yep. Oh, wow. Look at that. Oh, that is stunning. Okay, so that is the Legend of Zelda overworld map from yep. the first game etched in wood. Laser cut in wood, right? 
Laser cut. I know you can't hear me right now. Let me do this. Uh, laser cut. Um, layered because it's 3D. It's layered, yep. and they got like resin for the water. Yeah, I see that. That is that is yeah. what. Okay, what are they called? Split fire. Split. Um, let me get it right. Hold on. What the hell is the logo on this one? It's not there. I don't know, but I need to find it. Uh, look, I'm already looking at my phone. No, I don't blame you. They had their logos on these things. Oh well. Oh, there it is. Split Fire Labs, New York City. So just do a search for Split Fire Labs. S P L I T. Oh, I'm sorry. Spitfire. Spitfire. All right. If you look up Split Fire and something else comes up, not yeah, my problem. something else came up and I don't like it. <laughs> Spitfire Labs. Spitfire. Wait, what? Spitfire Labs. Got it. Okay. That. Okay. So, so that that is beautiful. That thing. Yeah. Phenomenal. And they had like three different versions. One like where the water is blue, which is what I have. And then they had like one where the water was had like a green tint to it. I'm like, eh. And then one where the, the resin was a bit clearer. Okay. A bit more clear. I'm like, eh, I'll take the blue. Um, yeah, so this is that's yeah, no, yeah. that is and I gotta, that is awesome. Okay. I gotta figure out how to hang because I'm not I don't want to drill holes into the back of this to just hang it with a you know with a wire. They that's say you can get a like like a custom made uh, uh, frame for it, so that might be the way to go. But still, if you get a frame for it, though, don't you want it to be exposed so you can see? It? You can actually feel the oh, the actual laser. Totally. Cut? Yeah. The, the 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 ones they had in front, like they had custom frames made. They didn't have like glass or anything on the front. It was just just the border. Just the border. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. That 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 is amazing. That is a huge. That yeah. is a yeah. That that is definitely an awesome pickup. So definitely check them out. Uh, when, oh, here, hold on, I'm sorry, just give me two more seconds. I'm sure. not sure, showing you anything is one of wraps on up. <laughs> All right, well, while Larry does that, I'll just do absolutely nothing. Um, so, some that. good video game finds at Comic Con, which is good. Yes, um, and um, it's nice that it's nice that they're actually starting to. And I don't know how often. How I mean, it's nice that they're starting to show up to regular cons. Like you know, I saw a couple of places at San Diego, but not that many. Um, yeah, that wasn't I, a lot. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, just a handful. But in other words, like it's a good, it's a good start. Like I feel like, I feel like if it, it fits in with the rest of all the pop culture that shows up at, at Comic Cons, so, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I just think, um, I just think we're going to be seeing more of it as time goes on I because so. you know, word on the street, and when I say that, I mean the internet, is that collectors <laughs> are starting to shift over to collecting video games because it's a new medium that they can collect because yep. everybody's gone the comic book route, you know, you know, records, whatever you want to talk about. There's so many different things. People collect video games are now becoming part of that because they're old enough now. Basically. Yes. I'm, I'm just worried, you know, like you see like a $5,000 inbox super Mario brothers, which is ridiculous, but uh, look, there's collectors out there. You know, I don't understand how a comic book can be that much money, but it's there. It's there. No, no, I'm just worried. I'm worried that if like those go up in price and just even the regular run of the mill loose cartridges start no, to go up in price. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta remember it's all in context. Like the super Mario brothers game like can't you know most of the time it came with the nintendo right the ones that are going for a lot of money are the sealed ones that were sold separately so no, you, i know i get that so, yeah. you know I, I, right but that's what i mean it's like you gotta you gotta put it into the context of uh how rare it is because nobody mm -hmm. really bought super mario brothers set, yeah. like on its own it came with the, the system 
So the fact that anybody would have one of those, much less sealed, is incredibly rare. Yeah, and and rarity so, is a thing. That's just this is true. Happen. Yeah, it's going to up value. Granted, yeah, it it puts a damper in you know maybe some col- you know some regular collecting, but um, uh, I don't think for in other words, for example, for you and me, I don't think we're going to be aiming for those types of purchases anyway. Yeah, no, no, especially me. <laughs> I buy games. I I buy games to play. I don't buy them to just yeah. I don't buy them to just look at. At least not yet. Yeah. So, so a couple, more, couple more things real quick just to mention um, at at New York Comic as far as games are concerned. Uh, first of all, Arcade One Up was there. The Arcade One Up booth was there with their Thanos size Marvel superheroes machine Ooh. that they debuted at San Diego Comic Con. Did you see it at San Diego? No, I was at Arcade One Up there. It wasn't there. No, they had a big giant one. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh well. It's huge, and you got to play. But again, wait—I'm not waiting online. But you—it's workable. I mean, the controls are again Thanos size, so it's weird to like move this joystick and hit the buttons. But people were playing it. Um, I got to play. Well, first of all, I got to see the what they're called. Um, normally, they're called uh, bar top arcades. Like it's one arcade, yes. but it's like tabletop. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cocktail table arcades both yeah. look amazing. Look gorgeous. I got to play the Final Fight machine, which was uh, it's Final Fight 1944 Strider. Oh, and Ghouls and Ghosts or Ghosts and Goblins. Um, be- I mean, runs smoothly as I figured they would. It's beautiful. The cabinets look awesome. It's only a matter of time before I get one of them. I'm still debating yep. whether it's Final Fight or the Ninja Turtles one. Ooh. So, it's a yeah, tough Turtles one. one is- I- and the- I'm still looking at the Mortal Kombat one. Yeah, that one looked good too. That one, a lot of people were playing that one. Yeah, the Mortal uh, Kombat one's for one, sure. The Turtles it, one is four players. Yes, and that one, that's. See, I want, um, I want that in the uh, X Men. Yeah. Oh, the X Men one looked cool too. Yeah. Um, uh, also, the uh, just really quickly. Yeah. Uh, before I forget, and I know for anybody who's a fan of the original Pac Man game, um, the Costco currently has the arcade one up Pac Man machine with the riser and a Pac Man stool for three fifty. Which is that a great is deal for that. Not bad at all. Not yeah. bad at all. That definitely jump on that. Um, couple of the game related stuff as far as booths, and both were no. One was Capcom. I think the other one was Capcom. I don't remember. Anyway, Project Resistance. There was this new game, Project Resistance. I'm like, what is Project Resistance? And I'm staring at the logo, and it still never jumped out at me because the R E in Resistance was red. But it's a new Resident Evil Resident game. Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. It's basically Resident Evil meets Dead by Daylight. Oh, yes. It's based, you know, one person plays as (laughs) one person plays as not even I don't think it was like a zombie or like a like a, you know, um, nemesis or anything. But you play I I can only assume like as a scientist or something and you unleash people. I could be 100 percent wrong on that because I didn't see the beginning of the game. But then there's like four other people who play as survivors. And then that's the uh, the dead by daylight portion of it. Okay. Um. Dead by Daylight was there showing off Stranger Things, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and playing playing the Stranger Things uh, characters are really fun too. <laughs> and then um, uh, there was a new Predator game that was debuted. Well, I wouldn't say debuted, but shown off. Um, and then there was PlayStation had their VR section set up. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I didn't play it, but you, there, you saw the screen of people playing. You were able to see the screen. Yeah, Iron Man VR looks. Yep amazing when it's played in real time i cannot wait for that i think it's coming out in february 
I think so. And I got and I rehooked up. My PlayStation VR is good to go. So it's up and running. Um, they had that. There was another VR game. I forgot what it was. Um, but this um, uh, Iron Man VR looks phenomenal. Oh, and they were showing off Marvel's The Avengers game. Oh, uh, yes. one that's coming out. Yeah, that one again. Look, when played in real time, looks awesome. And I think yeah, it looks just announced amazing. a new character. Um, I think they just announced Ms. Marvel. I Ms. think Marvel. Ms. Marvel's yeah. gonna be in the game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know the thing that bugs me about that game, not the game itself, is the people. They're like, again, you know, when it came out, oh, this isn't Avengers, isn't like, no, it's not Robert Downey Jr. and Correct. you know Chris Evans. It's the comic book Avengers. Correct. So that's I, I unfortunately, I feel like that game's going to get a little bit, not enough to like cause it issues, but it's going to take a little bit of a hit for people who like. I don't recognize these cats. They don't look like the ones from on, you know, on the silver screen. Yeah, I have a feeling though that gamers are able to separate that out. So I, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be an issue. And then um, other than that, and again, we're going to show it here in a few moments. Um, some cool cosplay, uh, Zelda from Majora's Mask, and he was actually walking around with like a four foot moon above him, which was pretty cool. Oh, that's really uh, cool. Various Mario's. Um, actually, I put up a my new um, my new profile picture on my. Uh, Instagram and Facebook at more 365. Uh, there was a booth there selling like homemade leather um, hats and they had a Mario hat, a Luigi, Wario and Waluigi, um, which was pretty funny because it didn't fit my head. So that's a problem. And oh. then uh, and then uh, the uh, last one, and I'm going to keep this PG. So I'm going to see how I can work around this. Um, a uh, I'm just going to go straight forward An S&M Peach and Bowser. That was weird. Oh, you know, like the memes, like yes. those Bowser memes, the ba- yeah, yes. mm-hmm. sexy Bowser, and yes. uh, yeah. So that was in the middle of the floor at New York Comic Con. So that was interesting. And <laughs> so, uh, but uh, other than that, the cosplay was really good. Um, I would say the popular cosplay, shockingly, not Joker from the new movie, which I thought okay. I'd see more of. Um, there were a really good handful of uh, fat Thors, which makes me feel good. That's awesome. <laughs> And, um, you know, it's always kind of the, the, you know, um, the callbacks to like Harley Quinn and stuff like that. Uh, more Jared Leto jokers still for some reason than uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Maybe just, I don't know. I'm not sure why, but, um, all in all good stuff. And I think, I don't know, at some point we're going to break in and, and, and show that stuff from New York comic con. But, uh, before we do that or after uh, you pick Anthony, when you do this, um, I know you wanted to mention one thing uh, about a old one of one system, probably. I think that may be available for someone listening at home. Oh yes, yeah. so um, yeah, I just happened to run across this news this morning before we started recording. But um, uh, for those of you who don't know, before Sony developed the PlayStation console, they were actually contracted by Nintendo to create um, a, a system for Nintendo, which is what became the um, PlayStation. What was it? The PlayStation. It was a PlayStation add-on to the Super Nintendo. Yeah, I don't remember. It was the a, or a CD-ROM. Yeah, it was, a, it was a CD-ROM add-on to the Super Nintendo, and that's what they were working on. And then eventually, what happened was the deal fell apart. Sony said, "Fine, we'll make our own system." They made the PlayStation. The rest is history, and I'm sure they're very happy that that's how that worked out. Um, <laughs> but also, I'm sure they're also very happy that um, Nintendo ditched them for Philips CDI, which became a complete disaster. Um, <laughs> Because that's what happened. Um, oh, boy. So, um, but there were some prototypes of the Super Nintendo PlayStation console that were created. 
um, one of the one of the few owners of said prototypes, uh, and it may be the only one. I don't know if it's the only one or if there are just like a couple of them. But the owner of the prototype, whose name is Terry Diebold, has announced that he is taking offers mm. on that console or that prototype. Uh, I can't say if it works or not. I'm assuming it does. I don't think the CD-ROM really has anything to play because they never made any games for yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But again, this is this is definitely not something I don't think you want you would want to use even if it was functional as a Super Nintendo. Oh, no. It's more for obviously it's for a collector, and yep. the fact that he's taking offers and not putting it up for auction means that he's willing he's just wants to hear what people are willing to pay for it so oh absolutely um, so for anybody out there who is an uber collector and has five or six figures to spare because that's what i'm assuming it's going to go for uh look for terry diebold get his information and contact um i believe he's hooked up with some type of uh uh company some type of auction company or something like that to to uh field offers for his um Super Nintendo PlayStation prototype. I think so. Um, we, I still think we should make an offer. I think between the two of us, we can offer like 150 bucks. So Terry, if you're listening, yeah, I think so. I think I think that works. I can trade him my uh, JVC XI. Ooh, they. Oh, hey, look, you're already winning the. Con- Ooh, wait a minute. If I get that, then I would win the contest this year. Which That's we've very completely true. forgotten so, about since January. So, you were talking about maxing out your credit cards for a G.I. Joe belt. Now it's time to max your credit cards <laughs> out for the PlayStation Super Nintendo. I don't know which one I'd rather have, though. Now I'm torn. Mm. Well, yeah, something for me to think answer, about. The answer, so. the answer should be obvious based on the podcast you're currently recording. I'm so confused at this point. I don't know what's going on. I've <laughs> Beats me. Two full days. Two full days of, po- of Comic-Con. And then, like, Friday, I went straight from New York City. To pick up my dad, and we went straight out to the Nassau Coliseum. So I didn't even have time to 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 rest at any point mm-hmm. for the for the Islanders home opener. Then yesterday I was tired, and today yeah. I don't know what's going on. Be that as it may, I'm gonna buy everything. If I max out my credit cards, I might as well buy everything. There you go. Um. All right. So we're gonna end it here at this point, and then we'll we'll do the little uh, montage, I guess. We'll uh, but real quick, we'll do a little montage for Comic Con for those of you who yes. are watching us on YouTube. We will spare. We will spare the people who are just listening to this because oh, I'm sure there'll be good music attached to it, so they can listen. That I don't on think that. they're going to want to listen to ten minutes of music. So it's okay. why not? <laughs> but anyway, let, um, yes, we're 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 wrapping this up. And next week, hope you know, next week we should be back on our yeah. um, our regular format, which is well, exactly. We, we don't really have one, do we? No, no, we never do. Um, flush the format. Um, and here we, here we got so. For Spitfire Labs, you want to go to www.spitfirelabs.nyc. Yeah. So you can go check them out. Because um, we'll always want to give a shout out to Brian and Calvin over there at the Playable Characters Podcast. Me and Brian hung out yesterday um, at the Comic-Con. So, um, you know, great podcast. Listen to them. They're very, very funny. Um, so good people there. Um, shout out to, you know, seeing Frankie, Verdi, um, a fan of the Better Half Podcast, Bree. And her brother, brother Nick, nice people, ran into them at the con. Um, and otherwise, everyone else at New York Comic Con was a good time. If you're, if there's a Comic Con near you, just go. You know, this is our culture. It's video games. Yep. It's comic books. It's movies. It's all of it. And I got. I'm gonna leave this uh, oh. by saying this. Oh, Before you leave something. it, go. go. Los yep. Angeles Comic Con is this coming weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Where do you know where exactly? 
uh, and uh, LA Convention Center. Okay, so go check that out. That should be LA. Nice. So if you yeah, so if you're in LA and uh, you want to check out a con, you've got one coming up this weekend. So definitely check it out. I was planning on attending. I have since decided that is not the best idea, considering the fact that it will be crowded and anybody who hits me <laughs> in my midsection will basically kill me. So that's why you go and cosplays Professor X. No, no, that's when I go as Iron Man. Oh, that's true. Yeah, good call. <laughs> um, also, I want to give a shout out. I really should write this stuff down. Uh, Barcade. Uh, I went to their 15th uh, anniversary um, in Brooklyn on yes, Thursday, October amazing. 3rd. Oh, it was so much fun. Each location has a special date for the 15th. So look up when the L.A. one. Hopefully you're feeling better and check out the L.A. one. Okay. Um, great stuff. I played th- uh, this game called Shoes, which is basically a video game of horseshoes. Pure mm. horseshoes. I it was so addictive. I played it like five or six rounds of it. It's so addicting. It was crazy. S H U U S. No, S H U U Z. Um, but okay. yeah, a good time, great place. Uh met the owner, one of the owners, uh good people, and I reminded him, can you please open one up on Long Island? So we'll see. Um other than that, basically I'll be there every weekend. Forget about it. Um, yeah, so other than that, check them all out. All the links will be down below. We're going to show this here, but we're going to wrap our section up at this point. And I'm glad you're feeling better. Continue to feel better. Thank you. Happy to feel better. You have to... Good, good. And happy and, to be um, back. Uh, I missed this last week. M- more important. Uh, definitely happy to have you to be back. And with that, we will catch you right here next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. <laughs> New home ownership can be a real eye-opener, but it's the perfect time to look into Homeowner 101 from The Home Depot. Free live streaming workshops taught by expert associates. Now at homedepot.com slash workshops. You'll find indoor and outdoor workshops, even home systems workshops. Plus, you'll get the know-how you need to care for your biggest investment. Master the basics at Homeowner 101, only at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply.